Welcome to the Multiply Your Success podcast, where each week we help growth-minded entrepreneurs and franchise leaders take the next step in their expansion journey. I'm your host, Tom Dufour, CEO of Big Sky Franchise Team. And as we open today, did you know that there is one word that holds back most high performers? And that same one word very well could be holding you back. Chances are you're a high performer that's tuning into this. And if I've piqued your interest in knowing what that one word might be, you're going to need to hang on all the way until sometime about three quarters of the way through the episode here to get what that one word is. And our guest today, Stacey Berenfuss, she shares with us what that one word is. Stacy is known as the truth teacher and a visionary intuitive, and she's the founder of her company, which is called The Truth Teachers, where she and her team are on a mission to revolutionize the entire self-help industry by empowering people with the tools and frameworks required to transform their own lives. Before we jump into the interview, I just wanted to let you know that we were having some slight technical difficulties with my microphone when we recorded this episode, and so the internal computer microphone ended up getting used instead of the studio mic. So just want to let you know as you're listening in. So let's go ahead and jump right into it. Yeah. So my name is Stacey Berenfuss and I'm the founder of The Truth Teachers. And we primarily work with women leaders to help them really activate their power and step into the highest level of leadership, um, but are rolling out more products to serve men, corporate and, and other um, groups and categories. Great, great. Well, uh, one of the things I actually wanted to ask, the first question I had on my sheet, which was about your company name, The Truth Teachers, and why The Truth Teachers? And I just, I, it's an interesting name. I like it. I see you have a trademark on it. So I'd, I'd love for you to share why. Yes. So when I was creating this company, I, um, I mean, really asked for guidance of, you know, what should I call this company? And it was very quick that this name came to me. And the thought behind it is when we speak truth or when we work with truth, there's really nothing else to work with. And so, you know, in the work that we do with the women leaders, this is all about, you know, bringing awareness to the truth and, we all know that the truth sets us free, right? And so being able to, you know, be free to create the purpose that we, you know, are here to create, the impact we are meant to create, that's the idea really behind the truth teachers. So we're here to teach truth. I love it. That sounds great. So um, one of the things that stood out or, or a question that I wanted to get your opinion on was this idea of the revenue you lose due to your resistance. And you, you've talked about that in some of the material you shared. And so I'd like for you to talk through that. that, that I, I think anytime you hear lost revenue, any business leader or entrepreneur, is it, usually it catches their ears right away. So uh, for those of you that are listening, that will listen in, you know, lost revenue and Stacy's going to talk about that. So what, what does that mean? Yeah. So it's so interesting because as entrepreneurs, as business owners, if we look at the times where we get caught up, 
most often we can link it back to being in resistance in some way, resistance to launching a new offer, resistance to what the market might think of our product or service, resistance to that next level that we know we need to step into. And so when I talk about, you know, the revenue lost in your resistance, it's really to inspire you to take a look at where do you find yourself in resistance and resistance the way I speak about it is any, any time throughout the day where you might feel, you know, any sort of contraction, um, whether you're working with team or clients, any areas where you might feel you're compromising or tolerating something, whether it's tolerating that the way you've served your clients is not the way that lights you up anymore, or tolerating some, you know, performance piece with team. It's really to connect to where am I in resistance and know that you are definitely losing revenue because that resistance is at the core of how you're showing up in the world. And so either your clients are feeling it or your team is feeling it. And so I like to take inventory and tell my clients to take inventory on it often because it's an, I mean, really an unending, never ending really, you know, path of evaluating am I in resistance or not? And that energy that's freed up by essentially seeing where you're in resistance helps you divert that energy from being in resistance to creation and focusing more on revenue-based activities. Okay, uh, great. And well, it, it, what, when you just said that, it made me think of a couple of things. One is I hear that and it makes me wonder, okay, well, some of the things that I might have some resistance to when in day-to-day stuff. Some of it is kind of, isn't it part of just kind of being, I can't get my way all the time, right? (laughs) Like I can't just, you know, if I'm upset, throw a tantrum or whatever, like my kids might, uh, you know, there's a certain level of uh, 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 manners or politeness, certain things that just kind of come along with interacting with other people. Um, So I'm just curious what, if you could give maybe a, a, for instance, or an example or two of what that might look like uh, to better give some context and help understand that. Yeah. And it's such a great point because there is, I mean, so much messaging that I too don't agree with that's out there, which is, you know, if you're not in your joy and, and in your desire all the time, then you're on the right path. That's not necessarily what this means. Right. And so an example of being in resistance could simply mean, let's say that you have a product or service that you launched a year ago. And when you launched it, it was new, it was invigorating. You were excited to bring to the market and you completely believed in it. You're 12 months later, and maybe there are aspects of it that you're starting to feel in resistance to because there's other products that you've been called or inspired, you know, to launch into the marketplace. That resistance is present. And the idea with this is not to necessarily change anything once you see the resistance, but to simply bring awareness to the resistance because that is limiting you in the way you're showing up with those clients and launching the new products that you're excited about. And so what it is, is more of an internal conversation. When I say, look at that resistance, it's not necessarily stop what you're doing, completely change the course, or that you don't have to do hard things. That's a part of being an entrepreneur and business owner. It's more about being aware and understanding that you have a choice 
to be in resistance or not. You can choose to see that resistance and free that space inside to then divert that energy towards showing up powerfully in the deliveries that you're still responsible for and creating the next thing. Yeah. Okay. That, that, that helps better on give some, a lot more understanding and in context to that, uh, because certainly there, there are things, maybe a, a coworker or a client maybe happens to do that creates some resistance where maybe you don't like it or, right. but, but those are just the regular dealings of doing business with people. But what you're right. saying is kind of this, uh, maybe it's a lack of interest. Maybe it's whatever's going on that maybe there, it, 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 it could lead to better delegation if you're finding yourself at that at, at a certain stage, like you described with that new product launch. Maybe you need to assign that to a new leader or a new person to take ownership of that internally at your company. Right. And and really what this is, you know, more about is having this childlike approach to our businesses and looking at opportunities when we feel triggered or in resistance instead to blame it on this employee that's not performing or this, you know, program that doesn't light me up anymore. Instead of doing that, actually look within and use it as your greatest personal development journey, right? Which is how can I expand? How can I grow? Seeing that this trigger resistance is happening first within me, right? We're just taught that we go external that's this thing that's causing me to feel this way, or it's this thing that's causing something. It's more seeing that that internal state is your choice at the end of the day. Mm, I see. Okay. That, that's really, really helpful. Um, well, let's talk about what, one concept you brought up is this idea of emotional distortion. And um, I just like, it's, it sounds like it kind of flows in with the conversation here. And so I'd like for you to just describe what is it and, and, you know, how do we recognize it or what are these tricks that it, it can play? Yes. Yeah. And it goes hand in hand with this conversation. So I love that you're, you're going there next. So with emotions, you know, we are taught as we were raised our conditioning that they, a lot of times are our North star. And so we operate a lot in our lives from that place of, if I'm feeling a certain way, it means something. Right. And so that is a huge distortion and can get us in a lot of trouble, especially, you know, being emotional beings like we are. And so if we can start to recognize the emotions that are coming up simply as information that can be chosen or dismissed, that allows us to have the freedom to not get into knee jerk reactions, not make decisions from a heightened state that could have, you know, chaotic consequences down the road, it's more really encouraging this conversation of ultimate empowerment, right? And so the emotions can get in our way because they are in some way or another, they're different for each of us, right? The way you react to something is completely different than I re- the way I react. And that right there shows us that there's a level of distortion to it. And so Instead of allowing these things to run our lives, it's all about seeing it for what it is, which is a description about the way we're feeling and leave it at that versus allowing it to run us. It's more about running it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, that, that, um, 
it, it reminded me of a recent conversation I was having with someone and just talking about the concept of, it, it reminded me of this concept of, of temperance or moderation to a certain extent. If you feel like it, it, a, a compelled emotion, you might want to not act on that, right? And and let pr- help that process and maybe understand it before you act on that emotion that's coming through it. Just um, as I'm listening to you describe, I remember that I was having a conversation with someone very recently about that. You have a discussion point here about mommy issues in business and how they hold you back. And so what are these mommy issues uh, that we all have here? Yes. Yeah. So it, it's so interesting, right? If we start to look at how we're showing up in our business and limitations as tying that back to what happened when we were in our childhood, what happened in our homes that, you know, could have affected us and really set us up, you know, for this conditioning or programming that we use in our businesses in our day-to-day lives. And so the concept of looking at your mommy issues, you know, in the way of what's limiting you in your business is taking a look at what are those limitations as you see them. And I I love making lists. I encourage it all the time. Like do a brain dump on this. Like what are those limitations? And then go ahead and take a look at how that relates to your mom, even how it relates to your dad. And I'll, and I'll give you an example. So if, if I'm in a role where, you know, with my clients, I tend to want to please them. If I want to go up, but I, but I say, I want to go above and beyond for my clients. That is one thing. Okay. But if I am going above and beyond and compromising myself in the process, that's actually people pleasing. So there's a distinction there. Um, I could look at that example and say, oh, as a child, I wanted to please my mother to get love or belonging, basic human needs. And so it's a great exercise. Um, While it seems deep and extensive, you can actually do it pretty quickly and it can reveal to you a lot of great tools and a lot of gold actually that may be in your business that you can again, free up that energy to take on more clients because you're not so focused on people pleasing as the example I just referenced. I see. I see. Yeah. That that's a great little exercise to try. And, uh, it, 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 and I hope that, you know, I'm thinking about running through it's like, Oh boy, do I really want to know? Uh, but it's probably best to know what those things might be and start start uh, working on it and thinking about it. Um, well, what are what are some uh, what are some toxic traits that hold people back? What are what are some of those things look like? Yeah, so some toxic traits that can show up in the business is, and frankly, the more that you can take these things I'm saying today and look at your personal life and look at your business, the more free you're going to become because if it's showing up in your business, it's very much in your personal life. We are, you know, not one dimensional beings here. We're obviously, you know, have these different facets to us. So looking at your traits, you know, some toxic traits, I I mentioned, you know, people pleasing, um, things that, you know, drive a lot of high paced, um, you know, driven entrepreneurs is not enough, right? So, I'm, I'll be enough when, or I'll be happy when I make that next million. I'll be happy when I met, you know, hit that next revenue level that is, and can turn into toxic traits because where you're coming from internally is not a neutral state, right? You're coming from a place as if you have a void inside. And that is 
if that makes sense, it, that is a way that can really I mean, damage things long-term from a sustainability standpoint, because if you're constantly coming from not enough, or if I just get this person's approval, you know, then I'll be, that can limit you in a lot of ways because you're coming from that inner state that's compromised versus being whole and complete and operating from that really state of confidence and knowing your true value coming from that state instead of those toxic ways, it completely impacts the people, clients, and team that you're working working with at a whole new level. Hmm. Ah, um, that's really, really interesting. And I, 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 I mean, I thinking back as you're talking through this, I can see it in myself and uh, mm-hmm. others. I that as I think about you know former colleagues and folks that I've worked with, I definitely know exactly what, what you're talking about there. Um, well, uh, one 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 thing that really stood out to me is this one word that high performers use that holds them back the most. Um, so I'm just curious, what's the one word? Yes, I know. And it's dun, 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 connection, connection mm. with ourselves, connection with our creation, connection with our clients. If most of us, you know, society at large, we're very disconnected, right? We're more interested in what's happening, you know, in that person on social media's life than really what's happening in our lives, like really, you know, being connected to that. And so living in that disconnected state holds us back on so many levels. And so understanding that if you can connect to yourself, if you can place connection, you know, at the forefront as a priority with how you operate with your team and place connection, you know, as a priority and how you relate to your clients, it's a complete game changer. They will feel it they will take that and actually be more intentional in how they're connecting with everyone in their lives. That is how we can truly make a ripple effect in the businesses that we're creating and operating. Mm. Yeah. Well, I've, I've heard a lot about, uh, been reading, I should say, um, and just this idea of connection where while we are more connected than ever connected to devices, connected to, social media is connected to uh, friends on social platforms and yet lacking those deep connections, which I, I think is what you're you're ha- talking about here. It's more these deep, these enriching, these real truly rich and enriching connections with with uh, your family, close friends, uh, people that that you're spending time with. Is, is that what you're referring to there? Exactly what I'm talking about. Yes. Yeah. We're more dis- we're more connected, like you said, but more disconnected. And again, it all starts with ourselves. So if we can first start with seeing that we're disconnected from ourselves, that's when true connection and our understanding of what connection means can start to really cultivate, and then that can go, you know, outward from there. Great, great. Well, Stacy, this is a great time for us to make the transition in the show where we ask every guest before they go the same four questions. And so you're on the hot seat. And so the first question is, we'd like for you to talk about a miss or two you've had in your career and your journey of life and something you learned from it. Yes. 
I would say that the biggest myth, and this is more generally speaking, is, you know, my need to control. And um, again, while it showed up that it was, I was always on top of everything. It limited me in a lot of ways because I didn't realize it, but I was controlling to, to try to avoid something, you know, from, from happening negatively, whether it be for the company or the clients. But I was also, you know, limiting our ability to grow in a lot of ways. And so I would say that that, you know, in my previous career, you know, in real estate and residential development, it, it was very prevalent there. And so um, when I was preparing for the show today, I was, you know, thinking about were there multiple, you know, misses and of course, so many mistakes, right? So many learnings, but I feel like this is like the governing or the mothership of all misses is like that need to control and how that's held me back. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I relate personally well to that one. It's uh, especially when you care about something, right? A certain maybe quality or delivering for uh, uh, clients or what your customers or whatever you might be producing. It, it's, I totally relate there for sure. Um, well, uh, the second question is the flip side of that. And let's talk about a make or two that you've had that you'd, you'd like to highlight. Yeah. You know, I think that looking back on the last you know 16 years of the entrepreneurial, you know, um, interests and, and different initiatives that I've done, um, the ability to be resourceful and, you know, my attitude of no matter what, I know I can make it happen has, has made a lot of things happen. Right. And has made a lot of things that at one, on one hand was like, how are we going to do this? How are we going to, you know, complete this project with that attitude, you know, called in those resources and just had that attitude of where there's a will, there's a way we're, we're going to see this, this through, I would say, so resourcefulness and then, um, you know, just being bold and, and being willing to take action, not knowing how it's going to turn out, not knowing if it's going to be successful, but just knowing that, you know, I'm going to learn, I'm going to impact and, um, you know, I'm going to lift people up along the way. And so I would say that those are the highlights, um, that have been the the most exciting over the years. Yeah. Well, and uh, thinking back to when you were talking about the, the idea of the lost revenue or maybe lost opportunity from resistance, you know, being bold, taking that, the action or the step to, maybe move past that resistance or do something that you were maybe unsure of. Exactly. Yes. It's totally connected. Great. Uh, well, the next question is about a multiplier. And I, I always love this question because we have such a broad range of answers here, but what kind of a multiplier have you used in growing your business yourself, the, your, your professional career is uh, along the way here? Yeah. So a couple of different perspectives, um, as I was thinking about this question. So the first one is, you know, always being willing to invest in my personal growth and being conscious of the rooms that I'm in and who I'm surrounding myself with and being diligent in that. Um, there's been times throughout the years where, you know, I have taken a short break in some, in some way, or I didn't attend as many functions. And I see such a difference in my thinking, which, I mean, really is the multiplier of all multipliers, right? It's like, how elevated can we, can we think about how much more elevated can we think about this topic? So I would say that that's a big one. And then the other piece is, you know, going into the market, being willing to, you know, basically 
charge what I believe is appropriate for the value and what we're delivering. And I know that seems basic, you know, at first glance, but um, really being aware of, you know, what I'm delivering, the price that goes along with that is so important just because that's the value or the results ultimately that I can bring to the client or the person that I'm serving. And so I would say that those are the top two multipliers. Yeah. Oh, thank you. And the final question we ask is what does success mean to you? Yeah. So success means to me a level of what, what's my level of fulfillment? Um, you know, for a long time before it was more about those accolades, those achievements, and, you know, it's really about that level of fulfillment and joy that I experience in what I'm doing. Um, and of course the accolades are still there, but being really mindful of fulfillment is what success means to me. Stacy, thank you so much for a fantastic interview. And let's go ahead and jump into today's three key takeaways. So the first one is that resistance is costing you money. And I thought that was fantastic when Stacy said that. So she talked about making sure that you are feeling the contraction, that that something's going on, that you're feeling that resistance, or maybe it's coming when you're tolerating something or tolerating someone. Understand, take inventory of that, think about it, and uh, seek to address it. Takeaway number two was when Stacy talked about emotional distortion. I thought that was a great discussion point, and she said that we're oftentimes we're taught that our emotions are our north star. And so recognize that our emotions are just that, emotions, and we can choose to take those emotions or dismiss those emotions. So you get to be in charge of it. You manage your emotions. Don't let your emotions manage you. And takeaway number three is when she talked about the toxic trait that holds people back is this concept of not enough. I'll be happy when fill in the blank. I'll be happy if fill in the blank. Or I need more because fill in the blank. And so if you're finding yourself falling into that, she said, be careful that it can be very, be, it is very easy for that to become toxic. And now it's time for today's win-win. So today's win-win ties directly back to our show title, about the one word that high performers, that hold high performers back, and it's that word connection. And she talked about connecting and being intentional about connecting with ourselves, with our clients, with our team, with our creation. And she said, most of us in society at large are disconnected. We're not having those rich, deep connections. So make sure that you are intentional about your connections. That's the episode today, folks. Please make sure you subscribe to the podcast and give us a review. And remember, if you or anyone you know might be ready to franchise their business or take their franchise company to the next level, please connect with us at BigSkyFranchiseTeam.com. Thanks for tuning in, and we look forward to having you back next week.